I'm hey. Gonna I'm gonna throw this fucking hey. PC out the window. Ooh, we we did it. We're here. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this out the window, and I'm gonna fucking delete everything, and I'm gonna set off nukes if I can get my hands on them, and fuck, fuckity, fuck. That's fair. How's that's, that for a professional that's the intro? Only proper way to feel before talking about this movie. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, not even the movie. Fucking just getting online at the moment, right? So oh, yeah. last week, everything went tits up, PC wise in my end. Mm-hmm. Had to reinstall everything. That means everything from scratch. Like fucking day one, week one, all over again. With the software and streaming, so you've all these stupid pilly wee settings, and if you don't get it right. And you don't get it right until you have somebody fucking with you. You can't just do it and fix mm. it. At least with the video editing stuff and recording, I know the software, I can play it back, test it, but this, you don't. You just have to go live and fucking hope for the best. And now I don't even see the browser window. It, uh, the software has it all on the screen, and now I've lost my chat window, so I don't know if anybody's chatting. But Oh yeah, take up knitting. Absolutely not. I am too stupid to be able to do that shit. <laughs> I've well, tried. I've tried. Yeah, I'm beginning to think just fucking flower arranging or something might be better than streaming. <laughs> what a bollocks. Yeah. Um, I, last week I, had, I actually hit the wall. Do you know like when people do part and fizz and stuff and they talk about hitting the wall at that point where they just can't go on? Um, mm-hmm. I think I hit it with YouTube so I don't think did that just end? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're not live anymore. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Oh nope, never mind. I, I nope, think we're, we're live. Like... Yeah, sorry, my no. This happened. Up, I played it. Right. We are totally not live. We stopped at two minutes. Uh, fucking. Right, but I've got a blank screen. Mm. I've got a blank screen. Oh. There we go. Right. Um, I mean, we are live, I think. Um, the live button. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we were live. Are we live now? Seven minutes ago. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything right now. Um, I see the upcoming. So I think maybe we're live. It's same or live. <laughs> if we're live, we're live. Holy shit. Hang on. Um, let's see. I think. YouTube's telling me we're live. Yeah, I, I think we're yeah we're live. We're live. Okay, hey, we're live. So, right, okay, we're here. Okay. Jesus, I can't show you because I'm sharing screens, but oh, I can do it there. Right there, we're we're live. Apparently, apparently we're on. Oh man, I am burnt out. The fuck. Fucking technology, man. You gotta love it. Um, hopefully we're not getting an echo because of fucking sound settings and all. Uh, this all went hits up on me last week. I had to reinstall everything and it's just arsed about and I'm getting 
burnt out with fucking live streams and mm. having a, it's become work because I'm trying to organise um, the interviews and if people mess me about and turn it up and not turn it up and mm-hmm. people ghosting me and then appearing like a day before going, we're still going live and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. I hit the wall um, last week. I, did, I was ready to delete this whole channel and just go fuck it. Seriously, um, it's when it stops, you know, a point where it stops becoming fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got really close to that stage, just with balls and about with uh, technology. The live streams, I'm trying to live stream gameplay, mm-hmm. and it's arson up. And I don't know what the hell happened. My modem stopped working for some reason. And I don't know whether it's something I installed or the game or some random thing. It's not connection because I've tested all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why, why am I spending my time? This is like a day at work. Fucking arsed about with stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And email tennis back and forward and stuff. Like that. That's when it becomes, you know, a ball's ache. It's like I try to keep things simple. I try to keep everybody informed. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're starting to get my balls busted. I'm like fucking ready to give up. But we're here anyway. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're online and I need to call up my show notes. Although there's not really much to talk about in this particular no, episode. This was uh this was a movie, definitely. Yeah. I was still having a really hard time deciding whether I like it. Which I mean I'm I'm stupid, so that kinda happens sometimes, but this one was a different breed. <laughs> yeah. And of course today we're gonna be talking about Alex Garland's men. Yeah. Just recently came out for you guys. Came out for us a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's a it's a British movie, and they released it in America mm-hmm. first. Yeah, that I thought that was an interesting move, very interesting move. Um, I think because hold on, I'm gonna move your wee uh, name up. Sorry about that. Yes, folks, I'm filling a book in my life. How professional is this? Jesus Christ, I'm embarrassed. Um, yeah, we'll not bother the intro, we'll just dive straight in, because I don't know if this stream's going to last or break or whatever else, so, <laughs> if you're with us, you're with us, if not, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we tried. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the premise of this movie, in the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone to a beautiful English countryside, hoping to find a place to heal. However, someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as a simmering dread soon becomes a fully formed nightmare, inhabited by our darkest memories and fears. Well, memory. Let's let's be honest here. It's one event. Right. It just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. And, oh my god! I bored at the end. It was like fucking. So it starts off okay. You know, I mean, she's arriving the place. We've got. It's uh, coming to this nice country house that she's. Effectively, are being paid mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. Uh, characters, in a bit of a wooden plank. You know what I mean, not really much inspired. You kind of get it, though. I mean, she did just go through a personal tragedy. Yeah, which is your typical. Personally, <laughs> I, mean, I think she got out of a fucking situation that uh, could have been much worse. But that's just me. I'm the eternal optimist, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck it. Even that whole thing just made, you know, and just randomly happened. It was like, I don't know, fucking... Mm-hmm. People shouldn't be together, you know what I mean? There's some people, like, if it hits that point, fucking just go, be gone, leave. Right. Um, 
Uh, but for things to escalate that quickly, uh, they, you know, it's just um, weird. I think I know who this audience, they're, what they're aiming the audience for, and probably why they didn't release it in the UK first, but um, you tell who the types of be cheering and whooping and you see something in a news article, do you like, whatever man, if that's your thing, fucking have fun with it, but uh, we'll have Harper, she's a main character, she's right in this country house, we meet Jeffrey, um, probably off the there's a character called Tim Nice But Dim, um, played by a comedian old skit, <laughs> and that's a what, 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 rather, you know, um, and that's it, she just arrives in the house, told about the village, mm-hmm. She rings her friend, um, <coughs> shitty angry American friend, because we need that in the movie, just because. Everyone I mean, everybody's got to have one. Right? Yeah, got to have your shitty American <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a hobby, got to collect one. Yeah, at least. At least. Yeah, stick them on YouTube sometimes. It's like, I feel like people should understand that not everybody can be Ari Oster or Darren Aronofsky. Some people just should be themselves. And that's kind of the feeling I got from this movie was like somebody trying to do mother and. Alex, and um, Alex Garfield, he's a bit of a history with this. Um, X Machina, I didn't mind, but it's a movie I've only watched once and never again. And that's always the acid test, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you watch a movie, uh, yeah. you can pick it up again. Like during the week, I watched RoboCop. Like, how old's that movie? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I buy that for a dollar, and I'm still laughing at it. You know, mm-hmm. I can pick that movie up anytime. Watch it. The Nightmare on Elm Street series, I can binge watch End of the Guys Come Home. No bother. Oh yeah, absolutely. But do you know what I mean? But X Machina, for example. Um, I think I liked it, but I've never watched it again. So that kind of says something. <laughs> yeah. Annihilation was fucking. I was scratching my head at the end of that one, and it's the same formula as this. Nice, Starts yeah. off your horror premise, and then at the end you're going, "The fuck am I watching here? What's going on? What's the point?" Yeah. And that's that seems to be his pattern. Um, he doesn't know how to pay off movies or like things mm-hmm. off the plot. And the thing is with these guys, they're in the bubble, right? They've got the connections, so bring in somebody to help you or get advice. Why haven't these people got round table? Like, you know, I, I share mm-hmm. my stuff. I was like, okay, here's a crazy idea. What do you all think? And I take advice. Uh, that's me. I'm a nobody. But these guys have got connections mm-hmm. and professional and teams and studios and nobody proofreads work. That's That seems to be the, the like the pattern. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, it, it seemed like there was so much buildup for the ending, and then it just didn't quite pay off. And then they had an ending after the ending, which I feel like was wholly unnecessary. Um, Did he maybe go to the George R. Abrams School of Mystery Boxes? <laughs> yeah, it, it could have just ended that last scene of her in the place versus her friend showing up that that wasn't necessary didn't add anything to it and it's like you're already kind of like what the fuck this is how the movie ends 
Eh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just talk me a bit about her. She's, she arrives at this country house. She's re- rather right. Her husband, they were splitting up. Mm. He decides to try and be Batman. He can leave it on <laughs> yeah. balconies and do it in the mm-hmm. rain in London doesn't quite work out. Uh, so he gets splattered. She needs to mm-hmm. heal. Goes to this place. Starts off fine. She's walking around the countryside, taking the place in. Then she comes across an old abandoned railway line, you know, and there's loads of them around the UK mm-hmm. and they're, they've been turned into walkways and stuff. That tunnel she encounters, there's no way the tunnel was that long. Like, yeah, that was fucking bizarre. It's like, that, that's half the country. <laughs> yeah. I was like, normally these tunnels, like, you know, it's wide enough for a road, two cars, and country roads are very narrow in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this thing in the UK called corners. I know you Americans aren't too familiar with them, but it's actually, you know, cars actually are able to navigate around corners and stuff. <laughs> Not just your straight lines going to intersections mm-hmm. where... Somebody beeps a horn two miles away. Oh, I can't cope on a four-lane fucking freeway. <laughs> beep, beep, get out of my way. I say, really? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, she starts singing and stuff. And Because, yeah, why not? It actually worked. It was mm-hmm. actually... I didn't mind that scene. It was actually um, quite cool. I'd do that shit. If I, had a big I felt like it went a... Oh, just a little bit too Yeah, I kind of dragged on taste. a bit, but I would do that about, you know, my big spooky tunnel. I'd be like, hello. Mm-hmm. I have all sorts of Yeah, things. you do it once or twice because why not? You're human. Yeah. But the echo with it and stuff just was a bit stretched out. Like, it's not happening. Well, it's like I kept waiting for something else to come back at her. Like, that's what it kept setting up with yeah. the whole it taking longer and longer for the echo to come back. And then for it to just be somebody stands up and all she sees is a shape. It's like, come on, man. They should have said something and scared the fuck out of her before she saw the silhouette. Yeah, I kind of jumped straight into it. Um, like, mm-hmm. for the build-up, for the length of this movie and stuff, and all, there's a lot of wasted time. But yeah. Well, it's like, I get it. They're going for ambiance more than anything else. But again, it's just like, yeah, there's, there's people that do that beautifully masterfully and then there's this movie yeah and you kind of wonder what stage um like i was speaking to a director two weeks ago uh independent director he says he's over the earphones and the screen and they can literally play it back as it happens mm-hmm. and that's why there's so many retakes i mean they can actually play back the particular scene not mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's pre-production so you kind of have an idea. If something's off or it doesn't seem right, there is that opportunity before getting into post-production, if that makes sense, to actually pick up things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Obviously, they're all looking at it. And that's that's a problem with this echo chamber of these same type of people all blowing smoke up each other's arses is that there's no constructive criticism. And it's, you know, obviously that's what's happening here because how can nobody... Even look at this script and go, mate, that's not really working out here. You know, could you change a bit or pay it off? Well, the thing is, it's like they're trying to go for an art film, but they're also trying to go for a solid narrative and a solid horror movie. And it's like it, 
those three things can go together, but it's like kind of choose your lane and stick in it, um, and it's going to land better. Yeah, have a straight line, and then if there's elements come in, go mm-hmm. for it. You know, give a keep it simple. I think um, I think these arty farty types because that's what they are. They're not really they're not trying to make a movie to succeed to make money or to have anything long standing. They're arty farty types making these gallery pieces. You know that only <laughs> their bubble go and see, and for some reason there's money about. Well, I give them money, so I'm as guilty as anybody. Mm-hmm. So, I suppose. But, actually, when I went to the cinema, there was about maybe 15 people at most. Damn. Like, honestly, we were spread out. The the people at the other end of my row, uh, Lady had to go to the loo, and she apologised profusely for interrupting me. You know what I mean? That's how polite. (laughs) Because there's only 15 people, it's really obvious. And I'm right at the edge, and it's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, it's no problem. And then, because we didn't have our own row each, you know what I mean? We were feeling as if we were cramped up. That's funny. Yeah, we were in a a fucking packed house. It was surprising. Like, didn't think it was going to be that full. Yeah, um, I think there's a reason why it was released in America first because I see this film getting ripped to shreds back here because it's already started. People are sick of you know just shape being put out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, I there was a lot of excitement in the room, and towards the end, everybody just kind of walked out like, "God damn it!" So it's I I don't think it was appreciated too much here either. And especially the humor, like the humor. I mean, if you like British humor, it's fucking great. Like I, I was laughing my ass off, and so was my wife, at you know the goofy little parts. But for the most part, this entire movie was just crickets the whole yeah. It works if humor works in horror as to alleviate the tension, but I don't believe there was enough tension actually generated in this movie. That's yeah. the problem. There's you're almost like, come on, can we get on to please? Mm-hmm. Can we get a move along? To well, it's like, and it's a shame too because the moments of actual tension, like, it was bothersome because it it didn't just happen and then move on to the next scene. Like, it drug out to the point where it goes from being tense to being uncomfortable to being really fucking uncomfortable, and then back to holy shit. So it's like with that, it was really successful. Uh, like the moment that always comes back to mind is the moment with the priest. After she's had her meltdown in the church yeah. and is sitting next to him on you know outside, that went on for a minute, and that I feel like that landed real well. I was disturbed. But, I thought, you know, what I mean, I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this? And plus, mm-hmm. people don't get on like that, so that's horror. You know, what I mean, that is horror. You know, as in mm-hmm. this bastard's a creepy fuck. The kid, you know, no. and I'm saying kid because it was the same actor played. You know, what I mean, that's a whole. Premise, it's man, but it's man, you know, it's weird. The kid, and he lifts off the mask, and he's got an adult face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, I mean, that really rattled me a bit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was, that was weird. <laughs> but then, uh, obviously, the vicar, you know, fucking, uh, like, he was a foot on creep. The hand on the leg, but, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He did that well, actually. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that was uh, that was really well done, and but then the whole did you give him a chance to apologize and stuff? And like, what the hell? Right. 
No one talks yeah. like that. So that that's just purely, and, and that's why I'm saying this is generated for a certain type of audience, and that's what they're relying on. I think because you see that, uh, like a few of the articles already, toxic masculinity, fucking blah 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 blah, and you're like, really? Is that you want to? Is that the only thing you've got to say now about movies? Is to jump on the account to get the Twitter followers? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not actually make movies. It's just jump on this bandwagon, and that's your marketing fucking campaigns now. Is that the way companies work? Sounds about right. Yeah, but that's that's where you get apathy. That's why I've reached um, like complete apathy with certain franchises because I'm fucked off with it. It's boring. It's predictable, and it's just shit. And it's actually taken away from. How about we try to make something decent that people will like? No, no, no. Let's let's jump on these fucking tropes and fucking headlines and just come up with the same shit and then have the same people because mm-hmm. it's the same people argue you know what I mean these people aren't part of society there's one to argue for and against these people that spend their lives online fucking mm-hmm. typing <laughs> paragraphs at each yeah. other they're not part of the real world they're not me they're not you like we're the ones that go mm-hmm. in and actually fucking go to the cinema we're the ones that put our hands in our pocket and we're the ones you're pissing off with this shit and I'm already, I know you're not even close to down the line yet, but eventually you'll reach that point. If this continues and you're just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going anymore. I'm not playing. Yeah, I think it's going to take a lot of shit to fucking get me to that point. I mean, I, I sat through, um, what was it? Uh, the fuck was the second Star Wars prequel? The Last Jedi? Yeah, I sat through oh, that, geez. so I think I can sit through anything. <laughs> Oh, I I I came out feeling dirty off that movie. That's that's what really finished me off. I was already feeling like after the prequels, I was apathetic. I was like, nah. You know, I mean, got a wee bit excited for Force Awakens, but still, I'm like, nah. Wonder where this is going. And then that was it. That was me done. And then they're doing the same thing. You know, I mean, they're calling fans names and fucking this and that and starting up that whole shit. Even before the thing, the movie actually or the series actually released. So you've got companies now. Starting a ship before it even comes out, so it means there's no faith in their product. Because no, that's the only like way the, they're the, going to generate. The problem is they're trying to nip it in the bud, like when people are being just dumb fucking trolls, and it's like you can't acknowledge those people. It's like giving a homeless person change. You yeah. just fucking ignore them and pretend they don't exist because they don't. They're not real people. You give them change that gives them power, and then they're just gonna fucking clean to you every time they see you. Yeah, you become a target. Yeah. And then it's like, you're yeah. you're empowering them and it's just like nah. Best way is just to and there's people well genuinely that's all they do. They they don't even watch they don't read the books, they don't watch anything. They're just there to fucking stir the I mean, pot. I don't blame them for not reading the books. The books are fucking terrible at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like the High Republic? <laughs> Dude, we don't we don't have enough time to fucking yeah this is this has become a completely different show um i'm just trying not, i'm just trying not to talk about this movie if i'm honest fucking uh see okay and that's that's the hard part because i really did like this movie i just i have conflicting feelings about it because it it was so strong throughout the bulk of it and then the ending just kind of meh. it was after the like, pop scene for me that's what just you know the vicar scene kind of it was cool. And you yeah, that see was fucked else. up. The thing is, they alluded to the whole pagan, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of British churches are built over pagan sites. You know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. the way um, 
the church that came over. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's just Christianity in a nutshell. Yeah, that's, that's Take what the okay. sacred sites and build on top of them. Yeah, we're not doing this instead. So that's why you always have, like, a lot of the buildings, you have the Green Man. I can't remember, I couldn't find the reference to the other uh, image, you know, on the tabernacle, the mm-hmm. thing, you know, when you have the Green Man. That's the sign of fertility and spring. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was going to be some sort of playoff for that. I thought it was going to be that she's come in just as spring's happening and we're going to need her to birth another man. That's what I mm-hmm. thought the plot was going to be. Well, exactly. That's sort of why I, like, this seemed like it was going to be mother. But it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. No payoff whatsoever. The, the, the whole Underland thing, but... Well, I mean, it... It was sure it was cool seeing the the homeless guy, which uh, we completely skipped over that part. You know when she's going through the stroll, like you know the dude's like, "Hey, yeah, I mean the pub. It's just fifteen minutes down the road. You know, thirty minutes back." Yeah. Uh-huh. And she decides she's gonna walk down, and that's you know of course she gets past the or she gets to the gate or the the tunnel, and then that's when some dude just starts running at her and come to find out it's some naked dude just yeah. Um... You know, but like seeing his transformation into the green man like that was cool and then the end happened (laughs) yeah i think that's that that should be the the subtitle of this movie it should be men and then the end happened (laughs) yeah because it was all building up um the fact that he was a real person and the police actually caught him, so they didn't do the whole, oh, I'm, I'm telling the truth, he was there, he was there. No, you're not, you're mad. You know, mm-hmm. that was that was refreshing. Yeah. Um, this was only rated 15 in the UK, so seeing naked blokes run about with their bits out was like, whoa, that's not... No, you can't say bits. The fucking show nights say Todger, and that's the first time I've ever heard that. Oh, the Todger's wang is busy. Yeah. I was laughing my ass off when I read that shit this morning. It's like, <laughs> God, you fucking Brits, man. You guys, you're you're a level, you're levels above us, multiple levels with the fucking words. I love it. Just love to have a laugh, you know what I mean? It's all about, it's an emotional, you know what I mean? It's, I like to have a play, fun with the language. I mean, that's what about, yeah, your todger, your wang, your, your dingleberries hanging down, you know what I mean? It's all, it's all just having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole innuendo thing as well, but yeah, he's basically got it all laying out there. You know, he mm-hmm. turned around, takes the photo. He's fully naked. I thought, okay, that's okay. Get away with that. But then he's in the garden and it's all hanging out, and you're like, okay, right. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a fifteen movie. Obviously, it was categorized because they're only being eighteen. Because that's the whole point of being a fifteen is it doesn't show the gore and full on nudity. No man. Really. Yeah, fifteen the rating is just you know just on the cusp. Well, especially with that whole final act, dude. I don't know how the fuck it didn't get an eighteen then. Yeah, because that, that was some gory shit. Like the the gore effects in this, fucking mwah, love that. And shit. that's where I was surprised. I was expecting worse in a sense than what it got because of the rating. Um, I thought, okay, it's going to be like really milk toast. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, flashings off off-camera sort of gore. Like, um, the Candyman sequel, reboot fucking thing that we talked about. <gasps> Dude, Dude, that movie was so goddamn good. But the, 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 because of the rating, <laughs> they had to do all the stuff off-screen. Yeah, but that's... But that's, that's one, this good, is where the reverse... 
you mean because the rating we couldn't do it all in your face so because it was an r-rated movie or 18 over here they didn't do it fully in your face do you know what i'm saying and all the kill scenes were like off so that's what i was talking about this movie but then it went the other direction and like went right in your face and I'm like, oh Whoa. yeah, it very. Th- that's very that's just the point I'm trying to make. You know what I mean with the ratings. Yeah. When when you get a certain rating on a movie, you expect at the especially the lower rating. You know what I mean. Um, say for example, it was rated PG. You'd shit yourself, wouldn't you? You're bringing the family and the kids and stuff. <laughs> oh, we're gonna watch the new Marvel movie. Oh, what the fuck? That's yeah. a big flaccid fucking Willie piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, for the rating, it should have been 18. Yeah, I'm Not that I care, because I watched the movies when I was young, but it's still just funny. I just find it hilarious that they rated this, and then they're just, like, whopping it in your face. I'm like, okay. <laughs> We're going down that road. Yeah. That's good. Um, that's, that's what I mean. There's so many elements in this, like you said, that was it all the ingredients of a really good movie, and mm-hmm. it just arsed it up. Um, then she's going around uh, what else yeah we'll talk about the vicar scene it already rested the bloke at that point mm-hmm. uh, the vicar scene and then she's carrying on her memories are flooding back and stuff and stuff happened between that and the pub scene I know stuff in the movie happened I can't remember there was stuff I, it was mostly it was, that's was the it? thing with this movie is a lot of it's just her trying to come to terms with uh, you know what happened um, because she was a real person and decided to go outside and look to see, huh, I wonder if he's okay. And I can imagine that being fairly traumatizing, seeing your, well, now late husband, mm-hmm. all fucked up, smashed, you know, ankles facing the wrong way, hands torn in half from the, uh, like, forearm. Uh, so I get it. She's fucked up, and yeah, that, that that's what pleasant. it is. It's a lot of hurt. Unless you could be psychopaths like us, you know what I mean? You would laugh at it. Go. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'd, my phone would be full of pictures from that shit. Like, even if I'm crying, like say it's a loved one, I'm still taking some fucking pictures so I can look at it later and go, <laughs> "You dumbass." Yeah. But uh, that that's that's what a lot of it was. Uh, a lot of the. I guess filler is her trying to come to terms with that and essentially trying to refine herself. Uh, like in the very beginning of the movie, when she first gets to the Airbnb, the, um, the host is you know, like, Oh yeah. And here's our piano. Do you play? Oh no, I don't play. I don't play. And then, you know, cut back to scenes where she's playing beautifully because mm. she had hobbies before she was married. And presumably when she got married, she had to stop, being herself uh so it's it is a lot of inner turmoil and conflict of trying to grieve but also trying to find yourself again and how that kind of fucks you up inside so it's it's a lot of subtext that really when you explain it there's not much there but it can fill up a movie and do a movie justice i think the problem is um if this was purely a psychological drama that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But they're throwing it in. Like, once the once the bloke gets arrested, um, we start seeing, you know what I mean? It, it's doing two things here. The whole, is it real, isn't it real? And they're mm-hmm. not doing it well. The two aren't mixing together. Well, and that's, 
that that was definitely one problem I had was it's sort of like okay where what angle are they taking like is this a paranormal thing is it a psychological thing and all that stuff because you you don't really know um i mean presumably all the men in the village are you know descendants of the green man but then there's like the element of the bird coming in and it's like where the fuck does that come in and then yeah you get the woman officer that doesn't look like anybody else and then she toddles off and disappears. And mm-hmm. then the other police officer, that was a bit of too, it was the pub scene. Mm-hmm. And it was only a short scene, there was only a half of the people in it, but the pub scene's what took me out of this movie. I was actually on board until she went to the bar. I thought it was funny because there were people that were like, oh, when she went to the bar. Like, how the fuck did you not realize before it's all the same man playing <laughs> every fucking role? Like that, we got that in a goddamn trailer. Yeah, but once oh, again, hilarious. because of the the way that the put this, is this her imagining? No, is this her imposing on it, or is this actually the way it is? Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, and you don't get a payoff because it doesn't. We as the audience don't get that insight because it presents mm-hmm. to us as is. So we don't know because it's saying it's real and then it's saying it's not. Mm-hmm. But don't know what's going on here. Um, yeah, the pub scene. So, yeah, the police officer comes in because yeah, that's that's what happens. Um, somebody's naked running about, and the police just hold them for a bit and let them go. That doesn't happen here in the UK because we have nationalized healthcare, and so <gasps> in America, if you you're fucking I mean, communists. I know we're awful, aren't we? <laughs> But the fact is that the NHS has a duty then. Um, I've been on criticism of the NHS, but at the same time, uh, I've been your side of the pond. I've seen that you have social workers come at you to let you know it's okay, your health insurance is alright. And you're like, the fuck? <laughs> we can keep treating you up to this moment and then we're going to throw you out. It's like, really? <laughs> what is this? But um, if you're mentally ill, well, if you're showing even, examples even of state side, like, we've got terrible terrible health care i mean we've got great health care but we don't have great health care for everybody um like even here that dude wouldn't just be let go like he'd be transferred to a fucking mental ward for at least 72 hours mm-hmm. like it wouldn't just be like oh yeah he's a fucking works yeah that wouldn't happen here either so <clears throat> i think that's why i was released in america first because here, I'm sure people are like, what the fuck's going on? You would be held, mm-hmm. a mental health nurse would actually come, uh, they actually have them in the police stations, you know what I mean? So they have some professionals on board, because if somebody's um, showing self-harm, because this guy's cutting himself and sticking stuff inside him, and, yeah. you know what I mean? Running around naked, and they've no idea they ID him. You don't just throw that back at, you know what I mean? There's something seriously wrong there, so <laughs> first of all, until they establish right. his identity, you're held. And if they can't hold them mm-hmm. under the 48 hours, you know, it's in committing a crime. Well, in decent exposure, there's a crime. Mm-hmm. So you could charge with that for a start. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then the concerns about mental health. So it would be, are you going to jail or are you getting institutionalized? It'd be, you wouldn't just get let go. Yeah. That made no sense. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're pro-police, anti-police or whatever, you know what I mean? It doesn't, you know what I mean? This is why I don't like the way the newspaper articles are trying to conflate this with the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just judge a movie, uh, movie on its merit, merits and uh, accuracies, and this was completely inaccurate. Wouldn't happen. 
so when the police officer comes in and says, and you don't drink in, uh, drink in duty as well, and I mean, I know it's country and stuff, but still, you don't drink on duty. Mm-hmm. So that whole idea of coming in, that was like a, a throwback from the 60s, but even the 60s didn't really do it. They took off a uniform, you know what I mean? It was the whole point of mm-hmm. being on duty, being the representat- representative, and then being off duty. Do you know what I mean? That was, that was still a big thing. Yeah, I mean, should better... police officers and they use oh you're breaking up ah dude you're breaking up okay yeah, sorry I, I got as far as you're talking about how clans here police officers yep um it's one of these days. <laughs> uh, I, yes. Yeah. So you've got clans that are police officers, so they don't turn up in uniform. Is that what you're trying to say? No. Well, so like, um, we have some that like use their uh, police vehicle as a personal vehicle, so they that's what they drive after hours. But you keeping the separation of the badge from the person, they can't just like park out front in front of the fucking tattoo shop. They have to park around back and hide their vehicle because, you know, you have to have that illusion of separation. Mm-hmm. See, that's so, another thing yeah, over here. So the do... police vehicles go to the carpool. You don't... Um, mm-hmm. It's a whole... Actually, it comes from Northern Ireland because police officers would be targeted. So, um, mm-hmm. I remember as well when I was... And uh, you didn't hang your uniform in the washing line. That's why you had to have a tumble dryer. And it was one of those things. You don't, you know, you're given all the security briefings, and because of where this country's situated and the fact you've got the entire like fucking crazies from all over the world, being a police officer, you don't, you know, once you finish duty, you change into civvies, mm-hmm. and you, you know, you don't show the your uniform or anything. That's just the way this culture's been here. So him doing that. They're trying to like recreate the sixties, you know, old English countryside, but it's not like that, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. also, the police over now are fucking idiots. They're they're all <laughs> university students on gap years stuff. They're actually the idea of actual police officers anymore is gone. Our police service is a joke. So they're so so far the rules for the rules. Somebody would bubble them, you know what I mean? One of their own colleagues would bubble them, mm-hmm. just to climb up the ladders, become like a civil service. So. Just wouldn't happen, not in today's day and age. Um, yeah, in the pub as well. Fucking angry man. What was that about? Yeah, that that didn't serve any fucking purpose. Like all the other characters are understandable. This guy, it's like, was he gonna rob her? Was he going to rape her? Was he gonna do anything? He was like a fucking snorting bull. He's sitting there with a bear mac on. <laughs> Yeah. It's like what the f That's when I completely lost up with the movie. It's like, what is this? Yeah, I, I thought that character was fucking pointless because it really didn't add anything. I mean, other than bringing back the caretaker, but that there's no reason for that. Like the caretaker is the caretaker of the fucking the the cottage. Like why wouldn't he just show up, period? Yeah. There was enough in the plot, you know what I mean, and the sinister undertone, and mm-hmm. not quite being explained what's going on to hold it. So that guy just being there, 
serve no purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, well, honestly, like I understood that everybody was the same character essentially, but if if we could have just focused on just the caretaker a little bit more, because he was already creepy, mm-hmm. like from the get go, uh, like watching her eat the apple and then fucking with her over and that's it. That's what like, I'm trying to think. Was that could have stuck that. Was it the eating the apple was the catalyst that targeted her, or was it her going into the tunnel and singing? We don't get in a horror movie. The reason the protagonist ends up running the file is they've picked up the MacGuffin, they've said the words from the book that's a student, mm-hmm. they've disturbed the tomb, they've encountered part of a rite, they're a descendant of somebody that carried out some crime centuries, you know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. There's a reason why they become the target because this thing's it's on the modern world. It's on the internet. People rent out this cottage so we can't have every person that rents out the cottage fucking, you know, disappearing. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. You know, this isn't like the 1950s, but even then, it you know, I mean, people notice and the world of the internet, she's in constant communication so it's not as if she didn't know and it's not like the Met like she's only three hours out of London so the fact that she's London the Met would be there it would bring attention to them so these people have existed so far by being clever Mm -hmm. so why would they act dumb now so there's no logical reason unless she set something off and we never get that payoff yeah I mean it's alluded to like her pain and stuff and what she went through but it's like you look at a place like that, you got to imagine a lot of people that are going through some fucking shit are going to be like, Londoner, whatever, I'm going to go there. London's a shithole. Mm-hmm. Just living in London's enough to make you fucking depressed and angry and full of pain. <laughs> Honestly, it was our last year. It's, in central London, it's fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're down, I think they had them around, they were in view of the short anyway, so they're writing fucking central London um, mm-hmm. on the Thames. Just that. If they're not full of coke just to fucking get through the day, then obviously that's, you know, that's just... <laughs> London's a horrible place. Uh, so, yeah, that, that would be everybody that ever travelled out of, you know, London to get away from it for a bit, you know, would be full of pain and anguish and anger. So that's what fair. made her different? What, what did she do that triggered it off and that's where it's annoying me about the movie because there is the underlying tone of the pagan rites of rebirth and you know rejuvenation coming into spring was that it that they need her were they gonna have sex with her just messing with her mind was it her mind because that ending scene you know I mean the extra ending Mm -hmm. scene made it as if she's just went nuts yeah that's the well, and that's the shit that I don't get too, and that's part of the reason why I have an issue with like the the second ending is she's just sitting there on the step like fuck, this was some shit, and her friend shows up, and it's like we don't get the payoff of seeing the friend discover the bodies or anything. Yeah, like was that. it Jeffrey? Just it's yeah. just after all this, you know, what I mean, was it using the honor uh, honor narrator? That she's narrating it all and it's all in her head, and she just fucking mm-hmm. chopped Jeffrey up with an axe for no reason. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, it's like I want to see that. I want to see if this was in her head, if this was real, or 
you know what because that's the thing with the friend is the friend is the grounding for reality mm-hmm. um anytime something happens and she's freaking out she contacts her so that's we have that throughout the story to keep some semblance of reality why wouldn't you pay that off at the end with showing oh shit this was real or oh shit this wasn't real because the friend is showing up that is the point of the friend yeah it just left you hanging um there was just before that there uh, like after the pub scene the movie just goes mental that's just mm-hmm. the guy just goes mental full on the creatures start appearing um she gets an edge to stabs one and then it starts fucking all the characters start appearing mm-hmm. um the fucking birth and scene well, I feel like we should go back even before yeah, that. Go ahead, when she I, first, kind when of the kid comes in, uh, because ultimately, all the injuries that she does to, let's just assume it's one character. Yeah, um, it's all the same injuries that happen to her ex, um, and that's slowly revealed through everything until the ending. But yeah, that that birthing shit that was that was interesting. The bit that got, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is all leading somewhere, and that's where the whole green man, and then is, mm-hmm. I mean, is she going to be a vessel for this? But the bit that really got me was she retreats into the bathroom, and the vicar appears, mm-hmm. and she straight out asks him, What the fuck are you? Um, what do we get in return? Like, I can't even remember what he said, but it was just like, Yeah. He sniffs at her. That pretty much. <laughs> I smell poon time. Like, what the yeah, that was like, just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> that was the moment the movie could have pulled itself back, brought me back in, and we could have got some sort of payoff. Well, yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, even though it's all the same character, there were different tones for each individual person that the mm-hmm. character was playing. So for it to step out from that, yeah, it didn't really make too much sense for me. Yeah, um, and that's where I'm thinking it's playing, it's playing along lines of a psychological drama. This is her breakdown. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, what happened? Yeah. Um, really frustrating. Uh, it's trying to think, what else is we talking about this movie? Um well, and then, I mean, we should probably talk about the ending, ending, like the first ending. So it goes yeah. through, of course, every character being birthed from the character before um, in different wacky ways, like vaginas just appear yeah, randomly. Yeah. Um, and then it ends with her husband coming out as the final birth. And, and I knew it because it was a breach birth and it was coming out feet first. I'm like, that's going to be the mm-hmm. husband. I just knew. Oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't even a surprise. Yeah. Well, and I, I did love that because the ankle was broken. So as soon as the feet come out and the one goes, Bleh, it's like, oh, that's gross. I yeah. like that. Um, and then it just ends with him sitting on the couch next to her completely fucking naked and mutilated. And then it's just sort of like, oh, I guess this is it. And then that was the end. Yeah. And then the what do you want? Scene. I want your love. Yeah, that was. I was like, fuck, come on, really? That's the that's the message of this movie is that like of all the things for him to say, like that's so fucking stupid. 
Because then it's almost like trying to make him a sympathetic character when he's not. He was a shithead. He fucking beat her. She kicked him the fuck out. And then he killed himself. Well, he, won't, he didn't kill himself. That was the thing. Because um, that got revealed. He broke into the upstairs apartment. Mm-hmm. And what his idea was to climb from the top balcony down to, the, down mm-hmm. to theirs. And he slipped. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't actually suicide. Yeah, it was it wasn't intentional, but yeah. I mean that was the whole thing was like all the fight, well I'm gonna kill myself then. Oh I'm gonna kill myself. And it's like that's not fair, man. You can't say that shit. And then he dies. But yeah, that was uh, that was so stupid. Yeah, um he was a two D character as well, which didn't help. Mm-hmm. Like he was just a plot device, you know, there's not really mm-hmm. much going there. As I said, it didn't really have much investment. And the whole, yeah. it was just played out. The, and that's why I think they're using the tropes because it's not very well done. You don't need to tell anybody. If it's mm-hmm. done properly and played out, then you get it. But the fact that I have to explain and get newspaper articles to explain it, it's like, nah. And jump in the toxic masculinity fucking bandwagon, you know, just. That's taken away as well from the message. You no, know, we've, yeah. we've discussed this umpteen times, you know. If you beat people over the head and if you call people names, then guess what? Whatever message you're trying to bring, bring forward is not going to happen. In fact, it's going to have the opposite yep. effect. Absolutely. Um, oh, it was a weird one. Like, um, I came out and I was on a... Came back and my thoughts were initially um, disturbing and strange. They're my first thoughts because I hadn't quite... Mm-hmm. Pack, you know, unpacked what I felt about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave. Distur- I didn't leave um, excited after watching a good movie. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't leave thinking, "Oh, that was a cool idea." Mm-hmm. See, I, I liked it initially. I mean, I still, I, I liked the movie. I definitely want to watch it again. Um, it, the aspect that I liked about it was I went with a group. So it was uh, me my wife and then a couple of friends. And when we walked out, we had that discussion as soon as you walk out of the theater about it and, you know, getting everybody's point of view. And that's, this is the kind of movie that definitely lends itself to that, to each person kind of taking away something different. And that's Mm -hmm. what I like about cinema is being able to, or really just entertainment in general is being able to have a discussion with people about it and, you know, seeing different views and stuff. But with this one, it like kept going. Like even after we left, uh, you know, on the drive home, my wife and I are sitting there discussing it, still kind of like trying to wrap our heads around it. Even so much so that when we got home, it's still, you know, trying to figure out what the fuck we watched. And then that even followed into the next morning where we're still both like, fuck, I don't know what the fuck to think about this. Yeah. (laughs) It was no payoff. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Like it, it, it tries to have an open ending, but it's also like slamming the book shut. So it's really conflicting, and that's that's why this is the kind of movie where I I have to see it twice to have a a solid opinion on it. At least I feel I do. Yeah, that's the problem with going to this the cinema to see movies is you get one shot and then you're going to pay to go again. At least with VOD or DVD or Blu-ray, you can. Rewatch it there and then, or you can go back to a certain scene. And that's what makes actually reviewing movies like straight off the bat like this. Because um, I went to see it on Thursday, 
So there's a few mm-hmm. days, and it's useful to actually mull things over, but still, yeah. it's not fresh in your mind. Oh yeah, well, and shit, I saw it like what two weeks ago when it came out in the yeah. states. Yeah, so it's. I mean, it definitely left an impression. So I remember it very well. But yeah, it's. I definitely need to see it again. See if there's just something I missed. Because I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Like I, I fucking love movies. I love reading. I love all that stuff. But it's a struggle for me to focus and pay attention on them. So usually I have to do multiple viewings of something to fully grasp everything. And, no, I'm the same, but your depth of knowledge yeah. though um, is amazing. Like your depth of knowledge of movies and the actual behind the scenes and directors and what makes it happen is unreal. I, I just have no life. That's really <laughs> it. <laughs> It's all useless shit up here. Nothing, nothing of there, importance. I hear you. Not. Um, yeah, and that's the worst when you don't know how you feel about a movie. I think that's what makes it worse when you know how you feel and you have your reasons for feeling it. And then if somebody feels different and they have their reasons, but it's logical. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this movie kind of stopped. Just put the brakes on, stopped, and there was enough time to do it. I mean, there was more than enough time to actually tell the story because there was a lot of scenes that could have shortened to keep the atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. The effects and the cinematography was not a problem. No. I mean, it was beautiful. It was beautiful mm-hmm. to watch. I think that's what annoyed me more. It was actually a beautiful movie. The, the whole countryside, the, the effects that they used were subtly played. Um, mm-hmm. Even the tunnel scene, it was not trying to be, you know, it was deliberately a mental gymnastic trick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it worked, you know, I mean, I wasn't annoyed by it, I just laughed briefly, like, <laughs> yeah, the tunnel's not that size, but you kind of know stuff's going on in your head, so it worked. Yeah. Um, like, even when the guy comes out, he's like, he looks as if he's tiny, so it was almost as if he would be running up, like, being about three foot tall, you know, yeah. the way they did at the start, so that was, cause I, in fact, I was expecting more of them, I was expecting there to be like a tribe or something, you know what I mean? That's what the whole premise looked like. Yeah, I was that, expecting that would make like sense. A, a Wiccan cult or something, but... Uh, there you go. You know, I actually thought the purpose was that they were going to keep her impregnate her and then another man looking like Jeffrey and a different guise would pop out. I actually thought that yeah. was the goal of the movie because there's the that idea. That would sense. There was no goal. There's no goal for the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Even, um, I forget the husband's name, but even he didn't have a goal. It wasn't like, you killed me, and was mm-hmm. manifesting through this. He just appeared, you know. So, there's no payoff. Yeah. It'll be interesting to watch this again. Yeah, I'm definitely... I'm not going to go see it in theaters again. No, I, I don't. don't really think it's necessarily one that's necessary to see in theaters. Um, I mean, it's beautiful, but I mean, if you got a good TV, then that that's good enough. Uh, so this is probably one I'll wait until it's like in Redbox and I can rent it for a buck or two. Because mm-hmm. um, I definitely do want to see it again. I just I don't want to spend more than you no, know, no, four dollars to watch it again. And that's that's how you tell as well. Where it's it didn't excite you, but confused you, and you're only watching it again to fucking at autopsy basically you know it's just mm. that's my only thing to go what the hell but he yeah. did this um the director he did this with annihilation as well start off sort of good premise uh 
Natalie Portman, she's a bit of a wooden plank, but still, she did all right in this movie. Um, great effects. There's a whole mystery to solve, but then he just didn't bother solving it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. 